We're observing consciousness. Today's episode is actually about the uh, the metaphysical side. We uh, it's Halloween month, so we thought it would be fun to, to talk, talk about, about pumpkin spice latte <laughs> <laughs> and ghosts and ghosts. So that um, we've yeah. all we've all had our inner our interactions with ghosts and stuff like that. So we thought it would be fun to share some of the different things that we've experienced. Um, some things. So we've actually, you know, like we've had entities, I think Alethea has shared before, she's she's had a, an entity there or, or somebody, a guide that's actually visited her, given her messages. Some of us, like myself, when I was young, I had a lot of a lot of uh, energy, a lot of ghosts, whatever you want to call them, mm-hmm. in, in a couple of different houses that I lived in that were spooky. I didn't, you know, I didn't necessarily get lots of, lots of um, educational value out of it. I didn't learn a lot from it. I just... I saw it and I didn't know how to explain it and it was just like, it was really odd. Mm-hmm. But I learned to just think this is just how, kind of how it is. Now, I don't know if it's been, my whole family experienced it, it wasn't just me. So I don't know if we're just, we're exceptionally tuned into energy or if that house was just super haunted. I don't, I don't quite understand how, how the interactions work. But I'll start with a couple of my interactions. Like when I was, when I was young, we had a, we lived in a trailer that was, it was a mobile home that was like permanent, and then we had a couple of, of rooms that were like built onto it. So there's there is um, at one point I think we had like seven or eight of us stacked into the house, and we would have footsteps. You know, everybody be in bed in the middle of the night, you have footsteps up and down the hallway. Mm-hmm. We'd have footsteps during That's the day. Crazy. We'd have footsteps, you know, and there's there was all kinds of things that happened at that house where we had like what we call our early early warning alarm system, and it was where my dad had this '78 Harley pickup truck. I saw Harley pickup. That's what we called it. It was, it was a Ford pickup truck. And uh, it, it was loud. It had a big motor in it, and it, when it came up, the you know we're in a, we're in a single wide mobile home. That's the walls reverberate the sound very well, and the back part of the house is where the, the stuff that's built on. So if you were in the front, this, this truck pulls up and it vibrates the whole house. You'd hear the truck close because you hear the truck close because you hear the truck door close mm-hmm. from inside with no problem. And then you'd sit there, and nobody comes in the house. You go to the door or you go to the window, and Dad's not home. And then within 10 minutes, when you heard that noise, my dad would come home. And sometimes it was other people would come home. You had somebody else would stop in to visit, and we'd get mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, I had my sister, when she was, when she was really young, I think, it, I think it started around when she was like kind of old enough to, to start talking, maybe a little bit before that, where she was like playing with this invisible friend, and she said her, her invisible friend's name was Tasha. And Tasha would come up, and I need goosebumps when I talk about this one. <laughs> when Tasha would come and play with my sister all the time, and I mean all the time, we would, the whole family was kind of just accepting of Tasha being there. That was my sister's invisible friend, and I honestly thought she just had an imagination. I didn't think it was like a real thing, even though my houses were, I had this energy thing. I didn't think that and that were the same thing, because I didn't have any invisible friends. Mm-hmm. Nobody was talking to me. But my sister was, and this went on until she was, I want to say she was about four. And when she was four years old, she was taking a bath, and my older sister was sitting with her, which my older sister would have been like, I think it's like 14-ish, about, about that time. So she was sitting with her in the, in the, on the toilet, like just kind of sitting there watching her take a bath, and my sister just goes, she's kind of sitting upright playing some toys, and just goes, boom, straight back under the water, and it's pulled down, and my older sister is trying to pull her out of the water, she's screaming for my mom, because she, my sister's not coming out of the water. Wow. And my mom came tearing into there and ripped my sister out of the water. And she's, and she's like, what are you doing? And my sister said, Tasha wanted me to go home and play with her. I'm telling you. Oh, my God. And I, my, oh, my goodness. So my mom tells my four-year-old sister that night, like after that, everything kind of, kind of calmed down. She said, you have to tell Tasha. She, she has to go home and she can't mm-hmm. come over and play anymore. And so wow. that, and that was the end of it. Like Tasha, like, she didn't come over anymore. Wow. My sister stopped, stopped playing with her. And like that. And so it was like, 
my sister's belief is pretty interesting. Again, if these are reflections of me, my belief is very interesting. Yeah. But but my sister my sister has a very had a very interesting early part of her childhood and and that she interacted constantly with Tasha. Wow. Um, so that was a, that was another very interesting one where that was that's where the only time that I can really remember that it got like you said scary. it was the same house. That same was all that was all in the same the, the same mm -hmm. trailer that that happened. I, I lived in that trailer until I was about ten and a half years old. Mm -hmm. So from from my time I was four until I was ten. So six years. Of living in that trailer and we it was always stuff not not like that that was the worst mm -hmm. one but it was always the walking up and down the hallway my parents had a baby monitor that sat in my sister's rooms as I had I had two sisters who were um, 18 months apart so when my young when my middle-ish sister was born they put a baby monitor back there mm -hmm. and she would sit back there and have conversations blah 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 you know she's a baby not talking mm -hmm. not saying real words but there was like they they could tell like she's giggling and they, they mm -hmm. my parents were like there's there's something Let's back there it my dad, um, who's very spiritually connected, but not like he didn't pursue it with psychedelics or anything. He just he just had feelings and mm -hmm. would say things and pick energy off. He was convinced it was his dad who had died just a, a couple years earlier, and that it was his dad. And his dad had invited all his friends because his dad was life of the party, mm -hmm. just like my dad was. Uh, we invited all his friends to come over. Mm -hmm. Well, I think it might have been personally. I think that there's a, there's a chance that particular place was like its own little portal. I don't yeah. know if it's his friends or not. It'd be interesting to do some research on like the address. Oh, you know, those guys that do those ghost hunter stories? Yeah. This is a place, I don't know if I could still get into it because my family doesn't own this place anymore. I don't even know if the trailer is still there, but I know mm -hmm. where it's at. And the last time I was there, I was in the trailer. <laughs> this is how bad things have gotten. Because my family owned the land that it was on. Oh, my wow. grandmother sold, my grandma, my grandma actually owned it. My grandmother sold her house. And then a few years after she sold her house, we, we ended up moving out of there. Um, we moved to Washington. So... The entire place ended up getting sold to the same guy that bought the house, and his mom lived there for a little bit, and then she passed away. And after she passed away, the house just didn't get maintained anymore because it's just a trailer, nobody mm -hmm. cared. So last time I was in there, there's like there's trees and <laughs> shrubs growing inside the living room floor. It's just like it's just coming up through the floor. I mean, it's a, the place is trash. Uh -huh. I don't. I, I would be so curious if uh, there's those the guys that are the paranormal stuff that are like not have not to track it. If if I could get back in there, I'd be super curious yeah. if anybody ever tracked anything there. But, but, I have a, the house that I moved into next, like, so I moved to Washington, that house was no, I don't remember any, any energy up there, but I only lived there for a year. When we came back to my hometown, we, we moved into another house that was owned by my other grandmother. This house ends up burning, it was, it was haunted as shit, um, spooky to me, like, I got scared, because there's parts of the house that were really old, parts of the house that were, like, newer, that they mm -hmm. built on for uh, another relative of ours. So we were living in the back part of like this apartment back there. There's all kinds of shit that happened in there. That place ended up burning down. The next place wow. I lived in, also owned by my grandma, <laughs> this place was a, was a dump. Uh, it, was, it was built by my grandparents in the 60s. It was, it was like, it was spooky. You go up in the attic, the attic is like, the floor looks like it could fall through at any time, uh -huh. and it's stacked with stuff. Like my grandma, I won't call her a hoarder, but she lived through the depression and everything had value. Mm -hmm. And so she didn't she didn't know how to let go of things. So we had a lot of stuff, but it wasn't quite on a hoarder scale. It was just in between. So there's tons of stuff up in the attic and you like go up there and it's it's creepy. Like there's there's no lights up there, all the electricity mm -hmm. was cut up there, the windows are mostly broken out, like when it rains, the weather just comes in. We had cats up there, we had this it was pretty disgusting. <laughs> but when you go up there, like we, we put but we put a lot of our we had a lot of personal stuff up there when we moved when we moved back. So there's like we need to go up there sometimes, and it's like it was. I get the hair in the back of my neck would stand up oh so bad. Gosh. Well, the stairs that go up the back, there's a where the bathroom was located at. The stairs go up, and the bathroom like backed up to the stairs. So the stairs, if you're sitting on the toilet, the stairs were at the back of your head. Oh. 
mostly it was we, we consider that area condemned like oh. my, my sisters weren't allowed to go up there because they, they didn't know where to step and where to stand and like you had to know more, like rappers and stuff like that so nobody really went up there and we had a dresser that was like stacked in front of it so we didn't have like company that thought they could go up there or something um and you would every now and again like i would say i probably heard this like 10 or 15 times over the course of my childhood while i lived there you know for 10 years or whatever it was you'd be sitting on the toilet and you'd hear steps, goom, goom, goom. I mean, you could feel it, the, 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 the stairs go right here. Oh hear steps, goom, 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 and you're just like, that's, every, I hear everybody is in the, like, next door. I can hear everybody mm -hmm. is over there. Nobody is going upstairs. Nobody went upstairs. Mm -hmm. There's no reason to go upstairs. I know there's nobody up there, but I heard these steps, and I'm like, man, it, you get the goosebumps. Mm -hmm. And that house, that house had a lot of, a lot of issues. And when I say I'm curious about a portal, that house... Um, we had a friend that, that was like, she's very in touch with energy and stuff like that. She came over to that house one time and she said, she didn't even get out of the truck. And she goes, oh. it's not, and she said, I'm not, not getting out because I'm scared. She goes, it's just too much energy for me. Yeah. And that was that house. And I mean, I, I lived there forever and I wow. had so much shit that went on. So I'm a deep believer in this stuff. I don't Whoa. have a, a great explanation for it because it's like, as I went in and did psychedelics, I started learning how to channel. And when I channel, like I've talked to my grandmother, I've mm -hmm. talked, you know, I've, I've had conversations and now I've are those ghosts or were those just like people that could have maybe been communicated with? Because I don't hear my grandma clumping around. Like she's not, mm -hmm. you know, when I talk to her, she's, yeah. I, she's doing or whatever she's doing. It's a whole different experience. Yeah, same with, with any of my family members. Spirits in between. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so yeah, there's that people that definitely, I know, I, I don't know, I, I, but I've definitely heard a lot of stories about they get stuck here. Like yeah. Esperanza was just telling us yeah. on her episode that she had, her sister was basically stuck in between mm -hmm. and she had to do this, do something to help her get over the, mm -hmm. get over the, crossover. The, crossover. Yeah. So yeah, could it be the crossing over type stuff? Mm -hmm. It could be, you know, I don't, I don't understand it at a, at a deep level, but I'm super curious. That's about interesting it. though, that you kept ending up in, in a place that was like a portal and now you're like a medium. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Like, and I'll be honest at my like house. Maybe he can help us, but then they're like, I guess we had to be more subtle. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to be loud at the beginning. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. The house that I'm at now, like, there's energy around there, but it's not, it's not super rambunctious. Like, we have a DVE player that we don't even know what the remote for is. It's it's plugged in. The the door just opens and closes, mm -hmm. and it's like it doesn't it doesn't do it all oh the time. God. It's but it, it mm -hmm. doesn't it does it every day. It seems. Like. <laughs> and sometimes we'll hear for a couple two a couple days, and it'll, it'll do it three or four times. And remember it's it's interesting, but I I don't I'm not a, I'm not afraid of the energy like I used to be because I didn't. I totally didn't understand it before. Mm -hmm. Now I have a little bit more understanding. I'm not so scared of it because I feel like I've actually, before I was channeling, I had a, an instance where it was like the, the energy was very strong. It was like really like, it, it was kind of, it felt like it was mad that I was in its space, even mm -hmm. though I was at a place that I lived. Like it, but, and, oh. it was like, and it was like, it felt like it was hovering over me and like oh trying to like God. almost push me around. Demonic. Was, Whoa. Oh, well, I won't even say demonic. You know what I did is I... I did, uh, so I had been doing, I was doing psychedelics, but I, I wasn't that far into the journey. I wasn't, I didn't know that I could do any kind of type mm -hmm. of channeling yet. But what I did do is after I did a psychedelic trip, I was like, I wonder if I could just like, just communicate this energy that it's welcome here. Like, let's, let's, let's coexist. Like, I don't, mm -hmm. I don't know what you're doing here. I don't understand. But at the same time, I, I don't really see you, but man, you get pissed off when I'm in your space and I want, like, I need, I live here. I got to yeah. be able to use the space. Like, I'm, I'm okay to cohabitate. I'm okay with you being here. I'm not even kidding you. That shit settled way down. Like it did wow. really settled down. It didn't go away, but it really settled down. I tried when the night this happened. I burned a blue candle when it was getting really out of rambunctious. I burned a blue candle because that's what my parents told me when I was young that okay. that's the way to make them go away. Mm -hmm. I burned this blue candle and this thing it, it stayed like in the room. I could I could like feel it just moving around. I was like, "Fuck you! I'm not leaving. I'm I'm pissed that you're in my space." Type of thing. And I was just like, 
I literally, like, that was, that was the last time that I can remember being like, I'm kind of scared right now. I'm like, curled up under my blankets. This is like, this would have been um, 2019, 18. So this is this is right before I moved to Vegas. This, okay. is, this is like the year before I moved okay. to Vegas. So, oh yeah. wow! This year before I moved to Vegas. So wow. it's like, so like that I just started psychedelics, and I and it was and it, I I try so after that I try to communicate with it. And I like that night I was curled, curled up in my bed, going, "Please go away." It finally like calmed down. Didn't put that blue candle out all night, and then after the psychedelic experience, I I like welcomed it. You know, I didn't do an like seance or anything like that. I just mm -hmm. was like just thought in my mind like, hey, just, yeah. went into the it's a space that it's in, and I just kind of sat there and thought to myself, I'm like, I'm okay with you being here. Just mm -hmm. like let's let's be okay with me being here too, and it worked. It was everything was fine. So very interesting show. I think that's definitely one of the reasons you will experience a visitation is sometimes they do need help or they mm -hmm. want help crossing over and mm -hmm. they might be attracted to people with our type of energy. Mm -hmm. I didn't help them though. Energy. I didn't help them. I, did, I just said it was okay. I just said I want yeah. to be able to coexist. Yeah. I didn't, I don't know. I still yeah. don't know how, to, how I could help anything. I don't know what yeah. I could do. Like es yeah. Esperanza had with the, the, yeah. um, the altar. Yeah. For whatever reason, that energy yeah. helped your sister. I think it maybe love. Maybe I can just send more love. I don't know, but I've never been asked to do anything. I've just I've just had them very much in my life mm -hmm. for whatever reason. It's great. Be one example to just be able to coexist if that's mm -hmm. the possibility. And like, there's infinite possibilities on your interaction with yeah. right an entity or mm -hmm. a spirit or an ancestor. What if What if it's just you <laughs> in slightly other dimension clunking around the same house and just <laughs> running into your own energy? And you happen like maybe I was running into myself. He's and I'm mad off day. <laughs> I don't know on a day that I was just mad about something and it's yeah. like maybe it wasn't about my energy running into it's I don't know. I, I just I think about I mean, all these crazy you know, ideas. I mean, you know, at the very essence of everything, you can go back to that for everything. Mm -hmm. Like if you just go back to we are source consciousness, you could say that about probably almost anything that manifests from there forth. Yeah. If that's you know but at the same time it's a real trip. The different types of entities and spirits that you can experience, mm -hmm. might experience, um, and I think we need to have this conversation a little more often so that people get a little more comfortable or used to it, right? Because well, it is. I think a lot of people are vulnerable talking about ghosts and things like that because there's. I think there's. I don't know what mainstream says anymore because I honestly I'm not that plugged into it, but I know mainstream used to be like ghosts. I, I talked to like friends at school. I'd try to like I, I stopped ever talking about it because I got I kind of got laughed at. Did get laughed at. They're like ghosts aren't real. Like just straight up told me ghosts aren't real, and I was like, so I stopped talking Things about it. Things are a little more family. accepting now. Are they, yeah, yeah, so, for in our, sure. yeah, in our circles they definitely are. Yeah. I just don't know what mainstream like right, you know yeah. like There's what the, what does. <laughs> The people that are still listening, so like, that's not like, what are they it's thinking? not like you have to, oh, this is a crazy cop. Like, Alethea lives in this world, so she's like, oh, yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of the people who are still like, oh, you know, they're, I don't know. Mm -hmm. It is Question, better, but yeah. there's, um, or be scared still, of it or not understand. Yeah, yeah. but nevertheless, um, mm -hmm. yeah, so I've had definitely many experiences with different types of energy and visiting and then I'll just share like I think it's interesting when you know um, a parent or a loved one for instance my father had crossed over and um, the the dreams that I would have mm -hmm. with him visiting that was um, definitely him visiting through that state of consciousness of dreaming did it take a while for the dreams to come like after he passed or were you dreaming about him pretty fast? That's a really good question. Um, 
I think that one took a minute, but what was interesting was I had had a dream. Well, this this goes into dreams, but I had had a dream. I had had a vision about something right before it occurred, and then looking back, I knew what that vision was. But him visiting me after, I think, took a minute because I think I had made peace with it before it even happened. Mm -hmm. Like I knew it was gonna happen. Mm -hmm. But I love I love. That one way I feel like relatives visiting comes through dreams a lot. Have you yeah. guys had any of those? You, yeah, you have a I lot. Have, of, you have a lot. Of, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go oh, ahead. no. I, when my dad, it was funny because this there's a tapestry in front of us that you guys can't see. <laughs> it's a, a bunch of trees like meeting at a point. And um, I had, my dad had passed away and both of my grandparents. And my dad lived in their house, um, which was in my family for a long time in Virginia. And... Um, I had a dream one night that I was back there in their backyard and I was laying up and I was looking at all these trees coming together in the sky. It looked like this tapestry. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. And um, my grandparents had an attic that, you were reminding me of the attic thing, but I think they maybe look different. I don't know, my grandpa had like, um, he had like a workshop in there and stuff and it was cool, it was over the living room. Um, But that was like a special place was the attic, so. In the dream, I walked up to the attic, and my dad was in there dancing with my oh grandmother. My gosh. Um, and it, we were just like celebrating, and they were just like dancing, not like the waltz, but like you know, ballroom kind of style, like hand to the arm, and everybody was really happy. And then um, the next time I had dreamed of my dad, I went back to his house to clear it out, and I brought my. There's like I don't want a lot of physical things, but I grabbed a few things. My grandmother had a dog, a stuffed dog, on her bed named Aquarius mm. and I was like right when my grandmother passed I was like I'm getting Aquarius you know because mm-hmm. that's gonna be like a link to my granny mm-hmm. and then um, I went back and I got her rotary phone and it was always in the kitchen and it was just like you know the phone that was like her house yeah so I brought it back in my dad's suitcase that he took with him to Vietnam this like old vintage suitcase and I came back to Vegas and I went to sleep and I had a dream we were like in these bunkers, which was really weird. And the phone started ringing and it was the rotary phone. And I picked it up and it was my dad. And he was like, I just want to tell you that I'm really sorry that like I failed you. Like, I'm sorry that I, I left. I'm sorry I chose alcohol and I love you and you're going to be awesome. Wow. <laughs> you know, phone. That was like direct conversation, you know. Um, and I through just grandma's thought, phone. Through the phone that I had just brought back. So that was, those were cool dreams that linked me Wow. To you know the phone call in the dream from the person? Those are cool. It's like direct, that is a, direct to heaven. Isn't that <laughs> interesting? I had a phone call from my dad. You did? Yeah, I had a phone call, and he was trying to talk to me. And I was like, Dad, I'm busy. I, I love you, but I have to call you back because mm-hmm. I'm busy right now. Mm-hmm. And in the dream, I was following one of my guides up a mountain, up a trail, and I knew I was like, you know, I had to follow this Mm -hmm. guide and be this apprentice. I knew I had to follow it. So I was like, Dad, I'll, you know, I'll get back to you. Mm -hmm. And I followed, um, and I realized that was my journey of becoming, you know, doing healing work, Mm -hmm. was this journey coming, and then my teachers, that would be my guides. And now, as it's come full circle, um, very recently I've discovered that my dad works through me mm-hmm. during healing sessions. That's awesome. Yeah, That's I always would kind of converse with him or have visits with him. In fact, one and for my brother, he was in his kitchen cooking one time 
And he swear God, my dad spoke to him through the TV and he heard him go, Ryan, right through the TV mm. and called mm-hmm. his name. And he's like, it sounded just like him. And I was yeah. in the kitchen and I heard him come through the television. I got I one like, of those. Did you? Yeah. my um, When I was yeah. in my dad's house, uh, it was the last time I ever saw him and he looked terrible. Mm-hmm. He, he ended up dying of cirrhosis of the liver and oh. his legs were all swollen. His stomach was swollen. And I was just like, this is the last time I'm going to see him. I was right. 23. And, um, uh, I went to bed on the couch that is under the attic, kind of in the living room, and um, as I was like, my grandmother had already passed, and as I was like laying down to sleep, I was kind of like drifting off, and I heard my grandmother scream his name. And it was like a scream like, Tim, like wake up, you are... It's time. Yeah, it's time. Or, or like you're hurting yourself, like you got to change something, or like oh. probably more like it's time, but... <laughs> Well, I just like, I assume but yeah, it, yeah, because it was close to that. But um, wow. yeah, I heard her scream his name, like clear as day. It was wow. her voice. Mm-hmm. That's amazing that spirits can like cut through into this reality, right? And I think like, they go for what dimension. your skills are. Like oh. some are more. I'm clairaudient, you know, and like yeah. I can I can do visual. I don't I don't visual. I don't see like a person right there. Like I have had the occasion where I do, but I'm more of like a feeling audio you know we all have the way that we are connect mm-hmm. i get yeah i definitely I get visual psychedelic visuals but i when i in anything that i do i, I almost i never see i've seen energy i've been in my uh, meditation and i was talking to a guide and i saw this like in my closed eye visual i saw this like kind of dark looking energy blurb mm-hmm. and i was like kind of it kind of caught i was like i was laying down and it kind of like over here in the corner over here and i said i was like what was that and she goes that, that was me mm-hmm. and then she uh so then in that, in that moment just what she was doing what I was seeing in that moment is uh, I was asking about I was asking questions about a past about what I had done where I'd been and she was in that moment she was uh, the, the reason I saw that energy is she was like coming towards me and she had like what like it looked like a box like a body she dumped it in my chest and she goes those are your past lives now you're home. I was like I still like get super that's amazing oh. yeah that was, so that's that one time was this that your, I was, the girlfriend this is, yeah, her name's Sheila. Yeah, yeah Sheila, Sheila, I forgot her name. Yeah, her name's, yeah. Yeah, her name's Sheila, she's my... Uh, she's been around for a while. She's, yeah, she's, <laughs> she's, she's, she know, yeah, she, she's giving me some pretty wild Do you know messages. about Sheila? Is Sheila your guide, one of your guides? Uh, Sheila, no, she, yeah, she's one of my guides, but she, she told me that she was a soulmate, that she's like a soulmate oh, of mine, yeah. but also a guide, and she's That's always been, been around, and she's, she's... I remember that now. I had a hard time the first time, I mean, I believed everything that I heard, but she, she was the one that taught me about energy and how it moves and how wow. good energy, bad energy, they move at the same speed, but whatever you put behind your intention, your energy, like, so all of my understanding of, of energy and energy work has mostly come from her and then putting together what she said against what I can find, you know, on, online and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But just like how, how you can use good energy to offset bad energy, how you can, you know, if you're thinking negatively, I had a, had a situation at, <clears throat> at a point in time where there's there's somebody that was negatively affecting impacting my life and I and I didn't really have a lot to do with it. It was through somebody else that I knew and they were they were being kind of almost like harassed by by this person. And she ultimately was like, you, you know, how you deal with that is you when you're thinking about that person, you stop you stop calling him asshole and dickhead and all these things, just call him by his name. When you think about if he's if he's trying to like dig information up on you, you just you know, he's a good investigator because this person, believe it or not, is important to you somewhere else in this reality whatever's going on in this reality he's healing from something he's very angry about something that happened to him through a connection of yours and i was like what 
I don't even know this person. I don't have like, I don't have like really contact with this person. But and this is what Sheila is saying to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that, this is what I'm going through. Okay. But and then she says like, this is what I'm going through. This person impacting me, and that's what she said was, this is how this is how you deal with that. And I so I started. That's I stopped amazing. putting a lot of negative ener- energy into the topic. I stopped thinking about the topic so much because it wasn't in my day to day life. It was just impacting in different ways. It just but it wasn't like somebody I saw with mm-hmm. any consistency. So it was like I, I started trying to give it some some better energy. And I started. I stopped thinking about things the way that she mm-hmm. told me to stop thinking about them, and it did help. It helped a lot. Mm-hmm. Like it, it made a, it made a, it made a huge impact, and you know, hopefully, it continues to be that way because yeah. I don't put I don't put much energy into it anymore. I, I hope, you know, for for all intents and purposes, that the person is in good is in like good spirits and doing well. Like yeah. I, I'm not I'm not negatively trying to impact their journey. Right. I do send good energy now, and mm-hmm. I just and anytime I hear the name, I try not to I try not to put negative attach a, attach a negative feeling. Yeah, it's just it. it's just this is a thing that happened. It's, and it, it's any, a noun. Well, when things happen, uh, this is this is the interesting thing. When something happens, it just happens. I decide if it's good or it's bad. Mm-hmm. Right. I was deciding it was bad, and I was putting a lot of bad energy into it. Well, now I can look at it. And she says, "This is somebody that's important to you." This is somebody that's working out their stuff, and they're and they're they're angry about something that happened, and this is their they're working out, and like some of this is bringing their own bad energy out upon themselves, but they're working it out. Just like I worked out my shit, you know, passive aggressiveness and being an asshole to people at different times. Other people view me in probably a way that I viewed this other person. So it was like, I, and I can change. That means they can change too, and I don't have to. I don't have to feed into it. I don't have to make it worse if if I can control just how I think about it. I can just I can think about something else, mm-hmm. or I can think positively about it. And that's what she gave me. That's how I understood it, and, and it worked for me. So I understand energy to be that mm-hmm. way. And that's like for my, what I believe and what I've seen for myself. That's how I think it's working. Like mm-hmm. so, you can apply good, apply bad. But if you apply bad, like it's it, it reverberates. They feel that bad, and they it, they think of you. And when they think of you, they're not thinking good. But if you apply good, maybe they feel that good. And when they think of you, they just think I'm just you know. I still have the energy to go put into it today. Like, why am I spending my energy doing this? That he doesn't. This person doesn't affect me really. But, you know, maybe they start thinking that mm-hmm. way. I don't. I don't understand their side of it, but I understand my side and what I can control. This is why connecting the spirits is important because they're teaching us yeah, similar things. You know? Where else was I going to learn that lesson? Yeah. Somebody wants, Somebody taught them, and then they taught. They taught me. Mm-hmm. It's like I. And they I can teach that. us through downloads. They can teach us through like feeling it and just t- giving us like a quicker understanding and like an all-encompassing way that feels different. I think when you start developing relationships and connections with spirit, different spirits, guides, you understand what a download feels like versus like, oh, I heard footsteps running up the stairs or this or that. You know, you understand what that kind of communication is and it's really um, helpful. What a good point, yeah. Olivia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so true. That's what we do when we go on the shamanic journeys. Mm-hmm. We connect to spirit helpers. Yeah. And it's it's so interesting because it feels so real. But you're a non-ordinary reality. You're just connecting to non-ordinary reality. Mm-hmm. You know, you're connecting to your a different state of your consciousness. Mm-hmm. And to where you're open to maybe meeting some spirit helpers or guides that, you know, you didn't really know were available before. It just helps you connect if you're not already connecting to one. Mm-hmm. Just that's naturally coming through. But that's so that's so interesting, Alethea, and how helpful that can be. Mm-hmm. How much wisdom you can gain through doing something And like I would that. say, too, anybody that is interested in that kind of stuff that is never connected, going through, like, some kind of, like, shamanic meditation or anything like that with... with Dana too because she's amazing at that and I've been through a few of her Um, the one bit of advice I could give Mm -hmm. is not 
like being nervous about it and just going in with a completely open mind and saying nothing that comes into my head or that I say or write down is wrong. Like you just have to go in with a completely open mind and not judge anything that you're getting and um, just not be worried about you know, writing that down or sharing that, you know, because... Well, think about when you want to... When you're going to into a, an idea like this, if you came from a background that's not so open to this, that, that maybe you're... What did your parents believe? Because what they believed is probably what, what you mm-hmm. kind of believe. Mm-hmm. And if you're trying to open your mind up to this, and this just seems so far-fetched, what Aletheia is saying is, like, just remember your own limiting belief. That's what's stopping you. Any Anything in this right. physical reality, anything that physics doesn't... You know, physics stops you from being able to make your body run faster than it can run or jump higher than it can jump. But outside of that, anything that you can do in this physical reality, mm-hmm. you can do. So you're, you're, and if you think you can't do it, it's just because you don't believe enough in yourself to be able to do mm-hmm. it. And that's, that's because you learned that from somebody else. And that's what you go in with an open mind, believe in yourself, believe that you are capable of doing anything and see where it takes you. Like what's, what's the harm? Is what, what, else are, what else are we here for? Yeah, well, I mean, we're, we are here to, to like show our best, like mm-hmm. be a, a, the best version of ourselves that we can be. Mm-hmm. And whether we, we autopilot through it and never realize that there's a purpose to it, right. that, you know, that, and that, that love yeah. thing. If, if you never realize it, then that's fine. It's, it's your art. Mm-hmm. It's your, your thing to do whatever you want, want to do with it. Mm-hmm. But if there is purpose and you're supposed to be doing something, wouldn't you like to be trying to aim towards getting that thing done? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's, and that's how I look at it. Yeah, yeah. me too. Well, yeah, and, um, you know, it's also important to speak about, you know, calling in a circle of protection for yourself when you're working with, you know, (laughs) and like, yeah, understanding the different ways that you're going to be communicating, the different types of interaction, like you're saying, you have different types of interaction. And definitely don't confuse having an open mind to being open to any energies, because it is very important to have that circle of protection, which is why, especially... (laughs) If you're new to it or anything, having somebody guide you through that is really it's, good because yeah. it's um. Well, it's like lifting kettlebells for the first time. If you have bad form, yeah. you can hurt yourself. <laughs> if you don't know what you're doing, like there's, I, like I, I talked about before, like I had a, like an attachment type, yeah. entity type thing that was that, that came to, after I did bufo, and it, that's some freaky shit. And that's yeah. like that's not that's there's a lot of like there's rituals that go into some of these things and circling yourself for protection and closing the ceremony out in a proper way. Like there's, you know, there's people that understand these things way more than I do, but have a deep belief in the fact that you need to be there. When ceremonies Mm -hmm. open and close, there's a certain way to do them that makes this a a full circle and closes the loop. So you don't leave yourself open to bad energy or, you know, something in some kind. So it's, it's good to, it's good to understand it at a deeper level. You know, you, Experiment however you want to. When so I, this is your um, journey, but when I work on people, helpful. when I do energy work on people, or just tapping in myself or whatever, a lot of times I'll I'll say, you know, everything is welcome. This for my best and highest good, and that best and highest good of the person I'm with. So with you doing like different things with your shamanic um, journeys and stuff, like what do you do for tools to help people with that? Is that kind of what you say, or do you have a different kind of protection thing that you do? Yeah, so, you know, that's, I think, like, a, a lot of us know, you know, we'll burn some sage. Mm-hmm. That's such a good question, mm-hmm. though, to talk about that. Yeah, to burn some sage, um, you might bring in crystals, you know. We have black tourmaline, which is Because sometimes nice it could protective. be during when people are having some kind of activity in their house that they would want to, like, do something like this. That's too. very true, yeah. yeah. What I, do you, you mean, like, what? Like, 
you know, doors, energy doors, doors uh, energy or, that's, that's in the house. Yeah, that you if, people are, if people are like connecting clearing. to some of these stores and experiencing some of it, maybe they want to know how to like how to find out what it is, clear it, mm. or communicate with it or whatever. Such so, a good point. For yeah, protection. Could, right. So you could bring in a medium such as DJ or Olivia. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I'm intuitive. I'm, yeah, you're not quite. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm like, honestly, I've never, I, my community, like my, the way that my channel works is I, I work with guides. Yeah. As far as right. I know, I've mm-hmm. like Mike, that one story that I told you where I said, I, I just welcome you here and like, I want to coexist. I that's didn't. I didn't really hear anything back. There wasn't. A, there wasn't anything back saying, "Yeah, that's cool." Like it, it just. It just kind of settled. So I. I don't know that I can do that. I, I, I would. I'd certainly try, but I, but I'm. But I won't bullshit anybody on anything like this. Like if it's if there's something there, I'll tell you that it's there. But if there's if I don't if there's nothing there, I'm not I'm not trying to BS anybody or try to try to show that's good. something. That's so. good. We gotta go with so we're so we'll burn protection. sage. We'll burn sage. We'll get some maybe some black tourmaline. You know, which, which is, is nice and protective. Protective. Right? It's one of the protective stones. Yeah. So you can read about stones. Selenite is cleansing and clearing. So that's nice. Just so you're just working with. You know, like the energies, you know, the frequencies mm-hmm. and the energies, right? That. And so then, these... is there something that you say, like, um, do you like kind oh, of definitely. ground yourself and then protect yourself? Like, what's your go-to for that, or to tell people um, to do? You know, a go-to. A go-to. A go-to blessing um, would be similar as yours, where um, I would definitely ask for. Um, guidance of a certain frequency so I'll usually go to the highest frequency right off the bat and I'll say you know that which is ultimate divine loving you know pure source you know any any helpers or guides that are here for all of our highest goods that are coming from the highest pure source of divine love vibration like I you know I would welcome that in and um, basically calling on the light beings right off the bat um, as the protective source Mm -hmm. not you know not really um, worrying about any negative entities coming in but mostly just saying I'm inviting this frequency Mm -hmm. in and this frequency to contain us you know Mm -hmm. and then already thank them for their protection right off the bat Mm -hmm. and i would like to thank my angels and you know my Mm -hmm. guides or any shout out to archangel michael (laughs) i use archangel michael i use archangel michael so often i will put archangel michael out front of my house Um, even when I'm trying not to think certain thoughts that I feel like are invasive the or sword, being, the cutting. I bring him mm-hmm. into my, I, I visualize him with my mind's eye and I bring him with that mm-hmm. sword to like stand in front of this thought even, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm like, uh, uh-uh. really, yeah, it's really good. Yeah. You know, when something, I just need to overpower something that's a negative thought loop that's going back to that, you know, old brain, that old mm-hmm. programming. Yeah. The old programming. I'm yeah. like, whoa, whoa, that's not, yeah. Cut that off. But yeah, Michael's a great one. Oh, one um, thing you can uh, visualize too is, you know, just your energy field and white yes. light protecting your energy field if you do yes. nothing else. You know, yes. you can picture it coming from the core of the earth and down through your head through source energy and just creating this protection absolutely. white bubble around you. Yeah, yeah that, that, that's my go-to is mm-hmm. uh, I picture, I ask, I didn't used to, my mom always just, we called it a circle of protection in my mm-hmm. house. Like we just, when I, when I would do a prayer, and when I was young, I was, 
I wasn't religious, but I, I believe in God. I believe, I, you know, I still believe in God. It's just I'm not quite sure that I describe it the same way as everybody else would describe it. I don't think it's a single soul entity thing, but I think there's a greater, there's something divine about this. Mm -hmm. um, but anyways, when I would do, when I'd go through like a, a prayer every night, and I, I wanted to. I wanted to uh, protect my family, and that's what I would actually circle everybody with a circle of protection. I'd nice. picture yep. them and picture a circle of protection, a nice little white circle of protection around them, and that was, you know, that. Uh, it's like saying your prayers at night. It was just, it was just, just I wanted, yeah. I wanted to protect you know, when I was young. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll get into that story later. But they yeah. also say you can pull your eighth chakra, your Wittakosha, whatever they, your star seed chakra, and you can literally visualize grabbing it right above you where your soul can, is kind of connected into your physical body. And you can pull that around you when you want extra protection. That's nice. Right? That's and like fun. you can pull it down and bring it. And then connect to the ground, grounding through your feet. Mm -hmm. That's like hugely important, connecting to the earth. And then, you know, when you feel like complete with that and you want to just cleanse the energy, you just pull it back up. Mm -hmm. You know, okay, I'm like, I'm, let me cleanse that out, mm -hmm. you know. And, I feel good now and refresh. But yeah, when you're specifically gonna do spirit work, it's nice to really pull that down around you. Mm -hmm. Like a cloak. I like that. Your Jedi cape. All right, so with all of that said, that's uh, those are some pretty fascinating stories. Mm -hmm. Like there's, uh, and I feel like we could probably just keep going on and on. And you know, at this certain point, it'll, it'll fizzle out. But I think everybody's got the point. You know, we, we just want to share this. It's a fun thing around Halloween. Um, it's not to be spooky because I don't. I haven't found much. Most of this hasn't been real spooky. Most of my stuff has mm -hmm. been pretty fun. So uh, thanks for checking out what we're doing. And you know, we usually do a, a, a tarot card before we get started, and, and we got we just came Jumped out running. Right so let's do the tarot card yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. So this is from the Egyptian tarot, and it was really awesome because we pulled the ace of chalices the one card and that felt just right to me it just jumped right out and it felt just right to me because this is the first time we're doing this today in a new space mm -hmm. so there's definitely another new beginning mm -hmm. energy I'm feeling for today so it's perfect that this came out mm -hmm. and I'm feeling this today for a lot of us too um, but at the same time I had just seen the zero 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 today and yesterday I had seen the 999, so it felt like, oh, the one is perfect coming from the zero. Mm -hmm. So, like, it's another new flow. We had that the first time we started, we had zero energy. I pulled the zero card, and then right after we had mm -hmm. the one card. So, like, we're in this this new loop of a flow, mm -hmm. which, so this was kind of, this was fun that that came out. Love it. Love it. Right? Yeah. And so, um, yeah, and so those are some ways to protect yourself, too, mm -hmm. when you're doing spirit work or when you just feel like, you know light a blue candle you know that was a nice tool in working <laughs> I, don't even know, I don't even know why it's a nice tool but that's, white, a, that's white one of my candles parents are also good yeah my parents white told me candles. that and i had a belief in it and it worked and it's like that maybe that goes back to it was supposed to be white candles but it uh for blue candles i had a belief that it worked and it worked that's right belief is nine tenths of your reality so thank you guys for listening for watching thank you thank you thank you and we're Let's gonna close out we're gonna ring the bell just to you know i think Sometimes we call them in as we're talking about them. Send them on out. So we're going to thank all our <laughs> spirit helpers, and we're going to thank everybody who joined in with us today. Observing consciousness. Thank you.